When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week. I hope everyone is getting excited as we end the coming to the year end here. Christmas is just around the corner. And I know sure a lot of you right now are looking to wrap up things for 2023. We're hoping you're finishing strong. Again, if you have any questions in regards to your goals heading into 2024, feel free to reach out to us here at Sustainable Success at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com or Chris at SustainableSuccess.net. We'd be more than happy to review either on an individual or on a business level and making sure that you're taking your, your business to the right level, maximizing the right revenue and profit strategies through the compounding effect to take your business to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to meet new people and rekindle any old relationships from your past. This is a membership program, meaning that it takes all the noise out of social media, no more of those annoying notifications on your phone, and an opportunity to generate genuine and authentic relationships with those people that you choose to communicate with. You could create groups either through your schools or just about anything. And this way you're able to share all types of content that, again, that align to your interests and perhaps meet new people that can land you your next new job opportunity or next partnership in a business. If you like more information about Alumni Direct, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. I'm looking forward to this uh, here. We're going to be talking about create a culture of daily movement in your community. And this is going to be a great show because a lot of times businesses don't realize how important it is to make impact in their local communities and then building outward. And that community can also extend itself into the industry that you also serve. So we are looking forward to hearing from Pamela Gunther. And she actually happens, we were just talking behind the scenes, to live not within an hour from where I am in my businesses. We, we, what a small world. And we are lo- so looking forward to hearing from her today because she's going to share her words of wisdom and insights. But she is the founder and CEO of Fit and Fun Playscapes located in Poughkeepsie, New York. And her mission is to support schools, neighborhoods, and communities that understand the importance of movement of our youth. And what she's doing is just tremendous things. And without further ado, we welcome Pamela Gunther to the show. Pamela, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm really excited to uh, speak with you and meet your audience. Uh, We are just a pleasure to have you. And what you've done in the last 12 years with, you know, uh, you know, with your your business is just been tremendous. And and I know you're going to be talking a little bit of about that today and how that can inspire other businesses that are listening. And that could even be individuals that are thinking about starting a business, how they can now create a culture within their communities and in the areas that, that they provide value and their their impact and their level of expertise that, you know, that can bring value to the people they serve in their communities. But before we start, you know, I love to always get a little background about our guest and 
you know, what brought them to where they are today as leaders in their in their businesses and how they're serving their, you know, in this case, their communities and what you're doing with Fit and Fun Playscapes. Can you tell us a little bit about your your background? You know, I know that, you know, you where you mentioned, or, you know, we had a little conversation how you were influenced by your parents in terms of your worth ethic. And worth ethic is something that we we learn and, you know, and, and observe in when we're growing up as children. I know I did with my, my parents right. and why I had developed a strong work ethic. Can you share with us a little insight from your experience and perspective? Sure, sure. So um, actually, uh, I'm the daughter of uh, entrepreneurs. My dad owned a small business in the Westchester area. He started out as a truck driver. He worked for a large oil company and he moved into sales and then bought his first gas station uh, when I was in high school. And I remember that. I remember that uh, whole experience. I remember him smoking a cigarette and I remember us, I, I this is true. I remember rolling quarters for him to come up uh, with a, with a down payment. I'm, I'm one of five. So things were really lean for a long time. And my mom was a stay at home, but making that jump to uh, owning his own business is an, a, a memory that I'll never forget. I was fortunate enough where he, he he did make that leap and he put five kids through college, which is really not easy. So I went to school for architecture. I have a, I'm a licensed architect in New York and I got involved when my oldest son, who's now 22, I have three boys, um, 22, 20 and 14. Uh, and so my oldest son was going to school. We go to uh, a small district uh, our children go to a small district in uh, Cold Spring, New York, and I got involved with the PTA. That's the Parent Teacher Org- uh, Association. And one of the first projects we worked on was renovating a playground area. The area outside was just black topped over, and the principal, the principals know the parents, and she was she laser beamed me, and she's like, "Hey, any volunteers? How about you, Pam?" And I was like, sure, I'll do it. And I had no idea what to expect, but um, I had, uh, you know, she knew my background. I also was a, a planner for a large village in Westchester as well. So I was pretty good with organization and all that. And I was a materials expert. That was really my my role as an architect. Uh, anyway, so we got involved with this project. And the first thing was to paint games outside for the kids to enjoy at recess time. There was no, I'm talking like hopscotch and kickball. There was nothing, nothing out there. It was just blacktop. And so I was on a a team of wonderful people who were out there uh, painting games and we did it all by hand. Uh, We tried to purchase from another company. It wasn't what we expected at all. So we ended up doing it all by hand. We were out there for days and we really, that's, that's kind of the impetus for my company. I I saw that um, this is the type of thing that should be replicated. Anybody should be able to do this, not just an architect and her friends. Um, And I, you know, when the kids came out, when we were finished and it took weeks, but when they, when there was something for them to really visually see and engage with, it was like magic. And so um, that was really the first uh, spark the first concept of hmm, maybe I could make a business out of this. 
The second thing that happened was a few years later, my oldest son got diagnosed with ADD. And I understood very quickly what that meant for his academic life. And if you're a parent who has children who are neurodiverse, which uh, that's what it's it's called now, the when you're told that your your head kind of spins, the room spins around you. Like, what do you, what do you mean? What do I do? And uh, I literally had a um, principal tell me that. She knew what it was, and uh, there was medication for it, and that really put me on a path like, he's nine, what? I'm not putting my child on medication. Anyway, I learned over many years about the importance of movement and how it could help children like him, but also games that engage all different types of kids. And when I say hopscotch, I mean like not just squares and numbers, but really cool stuff like spaceships and nature-themed activities, things that really spoke to kids' interests all kids' interests and all their abilities. Uh, and so those two experiences really had come together for me to form Fit and Fun Playscapes. So like you said, here we are 12 years later. Uh, we've moved out of the house. We have about uh, 6,000 square feet in Poughkeepsie, New York. We make and manufacture everything. Uh, it's 100% women-owned. We're certified uh, for women-owned business. And we sell our products all over the world. Wow, that is fabulous! I I love how like like how you, you kind of like stumbled in it, but yet you you brought you brought your your you know your experience. Well, first of all, you brought what you majored in. You brought what you've had experience in being an, you know an architect, and then you you saw something in the community that that there was there was something that just was lacking that 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 had to be fulfilled, and how you brought those two together and created value and created impact, and here you are. You know, you know, 12, 12 plus years later, and you got a, a successful business, a women-owned business that is, you know, meeting, you know, meeting the demands of 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 communities, you know, nate or worldwide that can, you know, that you could help them. And it's not like you said, just in the the, the product that you're providing, it's through the, you know, what it, what's the impact on the on the on the kids, you know, the the daily motion and how that's helping them. And you I, I'm really inspired about what you shared about your your son with ADD, and I can relate to that being ADHD myself. I was born with it. I got <laughs> kicked out of four nursery schools by the time wow. I was four, four or five. My mother, God rest, you know, she's you know she's a saint, believe me. But I learned like how you, I did it without medication. I learned how to tap into you, you know distill my mind, learn how to be in the moment, and I loved that you didn't like you know just give in to the the medication route and you chose an, another way that could help him and so on. So that very inspiring. Thank you, uh, Christopher. It was, uh, you know, it's a little traumatic as a parent, but I felt like that was all part of my journey. And I've definitely had a wiggly, wiggly journey and I'm okay with that. Uh, I feel very fortunate that I was able to take that experience uh, with my son and actually my third son has ADD as well, a, a different type. There's different types yeah. of ADD. There's different, different levels. Yeah. Mine, I, mine would not be like considered severe, like, you know, to the point, but, but I understand my brother is like that. My brother is very, very, it's to the point where he can't work. I mean, it, it's how bad it is. It, it is very tricky. Uh, it's not an, uh, on the autistic spectrum, but it, yeah. uh, a lot of, for those that aren't aware of ADD, that's attention deficit disorder. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I kind of think most creative 
entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurial people have this some level of this because your your brain just fires very differently yeah and um so it's got a lot of uh, similar uh characteristics as someone on the autistic spectrum but it is different and i think that as distractions become more embedded in everybody's daily life whether you're you know diagnosed or not we're all distracted and that's what ADD really, really uh, is in its fundamental uh, or uh, simplistic form. So, um, yeah, I was very fortunate where I was able to bring these things together and um, yeah. Well, I, I love that. And because I mean, I, and I feel like, you know, there are a lot of children and, you know, just as adults that we all have various levels of, you know, ADD, whether, whether if it is chemically, in, you know, based or, or just self-induced by the uh, you know our our you know the world we live in with all this technology and all these people trying to access us through texting and social media and everything it's just it it you, you can be so overwhelmed if you allow it to and you choose and and, and and so that way if you could establish better boundaries yeah i've had to i've had to i had to implement root a, a daily routine things that allow my mind to be in the moment not in the past and the future and when when that when you do that on a consistent basis, it just trains my way of thinking to be much different. So I'm able to quiet the chatter in the in the and how my mind was racing. So I can really respect that. Can you talk a little bit about you know your even you drawing on some past experiences, even in your prior jobs uh, growing up? You know what what you know what what allowed you to scale your business to where it is today? You know and. What did what did it take, you know, in terms of that grit and resiliency here being a woman based business? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of it does still. Well, let me back up just a tiny bit for a moment. So, like I said, I'm one of five. I've got, you know, accountant brother, accountant sister uh, and, you know, and I'm the kind of the creative black sheep of the family. Uh, and I remember my parents saying, look, you know, you're creative. That's awesome. But you need to you need to be independent, make your money. And so I, I was able, you know, I was creative, but not like super creative. And I tried accounting for my first year of college. And I just, you know, Christmas break, I was like, yeah, I, I can't do macroeconomics. I'm just, I'm just not wired that way. I feel really lucky, Chris, to, to have bring these both worlds together, even a creative and a business uh, a business, um, you know, that's what you need for business. You need both, you need a, a business background, you need to understand numbers. And that's been tricky for me. I know, no, no doubt. I don't have a degree in business. Um, it takes me a while to understand these things, but also to understand like my, my comfort zone is in the creative. And I, I'd like to, you know, really, I, I can really sympathize with those that struggle with a creative business how do you sustain it? Because you need that biz that structure of a business. You need to understand those fundamentals. I was actually on a panel a few weeks ago talking about this. Um, I think, you know, my first job, I was, you know, I was a dishwasher at a at a small restaurant over in, in, in where I grew up. And I couldn't lift the mop. I physically couldn't lift the mop. But I was 14 and back then nobody cared if you had papers or anything. And I just really wanted my own money. And yeah. um, I remember the owner who I just ran into a few weeks ago. He's like, Pam, you can't lift the mop. You're going to have to be the bus girl cleaning the table, clearing the tables. And I I was a very, I was much of an introvert at the time. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, what do you mean I have to talk to people? So when you talk about past experiences, yes, architect, degree, all this stuff, but fundamentally working as a waitress and a bus girl at a restaurant, I, I tell this to my children too, like, you, oh, first of all, you always treat every every server properly with respect because that's a yeah. hard job. Very so hard. Very hard. Secondly, you have to multitask. You have to organize. You have to communicate. You have to socialize. You know, small talk, but you learn your etiquette. It's extremely humbling experience. I never want to do it again. <laughs> but like you, what, what, you just there, what you just shared there, and I know we have about a minute left to the break, and, and I'm sure you're more than welcome to expand on it after the break. But it's like a, it was like a foundation. It, 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 it developed your skills in so many different areas that could be used in business. The ability to build rapport with customers, you know, by having that small talk and, you know, with them. And then again, the ability to now do m- multiple things at one time, you know, learning how to focus the best you can on each each task as you're doing it. So, there, you know, there's a lot of things to be learned from that. Just like, you know, and I was saying the Karate Kid, you know, you know, when wax on, wax off oh, and yep. up and down. And guys like, why are you having me do this? But there was there was a there was a method to that 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 methodology of what he learned to do used in karate. So uh, so true. I know we got to go to break. Uh, Pam, but when we come right back, we got more to come with Pamela Guthrie. We are talking, if you're just joining us here, we are talking about uh, create a culture uh, of daily movement in your community. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us here, we are talking about create a culture of daily movement in your community. We're here with Pamela Gunther 
And if you would like to hear more about what was shared in the first segment, we highly encourage you to listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice America Business Channel. There is some great information, and this is for anybody that is either in business or looking to start a business, and then looking at more than just what you do with the product or service, and what is the impact and the value that you are delivering to your industry and community. So much valuable information. So getting back, Pam, where we had left off, you you know, you were sharing with us some valuable lessons from your experience as be, when you were a waitress back when, you know, when you were, you know, just starting out and, and then where, you know, be, when you became an architect and where you are today with your business. Can you, t- can you share a little bit more about any other skills that you developed over time and then how, how that played a part? And you, you know, architecting this business that you've had and made successful here today. Sure, sure. I love that you say it's architected because it really, it really was. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't set out on this path. I didn't wake up one day and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. It was, uh, like I said before, really quite a wiggly path. I, I, you know, so snapshot ahead to architecture and planning and uh, real estate consulting. I, those those are arenas that I um, you know pre fit and fun playscapes the you know, present company that that was really my experience. Um, I became a materials expert, really kind of understanding how different building materials work together, their compatibility. Uh, I understood what it meant to you know different things having an expected useful life. So it was really more of an engineering type of more than architecture perspective, and so. Using again those those um, those skills and understanding how buildings work really helped me understand what kind of products I wanted to make, what characteristics I wanted them to consist of, and I was really big on performance and durability because of the the work that I had done in in, in a larger building world. So the products that we currently create are not just outdoor game stencils that go outside. Currently, we make in, uh, outdoor products like that, but we also have games that uh, promote mindfulness and fitness. We took those concepts and we brought them inside, uh, with which consist of what we call super stickers or decals that go on the floor and inspire movement through really beautiful graphics. Uh, we also provide portable solutions that do the same. So you've got this continuity of spaces. And then we've branched off from just children to people of all abilities and adults. But I, you know, my background as an architect, I mean, basically what you learn is three-dimensional problem solving in, in architecture school. That's what it is. You're taking a complex challenge that you have and you're looking at the criteria and, you know, it's, it's kind of just year after year, five-year degree of just going through it and how to break it down into understandable parts so that you can solve the thing that you're trying to solve. And so I, I apply that multiple times a day when um, when things come up. I applied that when I thought of my business, okay, I could I could see it. I could visually see how this would work. I couldn't I didn't predict at that time where it could go to its fullest potential, but I, you know, I, I could understand what was in front of me to a great degree, but not having a business background, that was my challenge. How do mm. I set it up? And so I really 
I, I was fortunate again to have people around, you know, to have a situation. And that included people, family, friends that could help me. I would ask my friend, she was a lawyer. Hey, how do I set up an LLC? I don't know how to do that. Is that even the right uh, type of corporate structure to have? Uh, my sister was a, uh, is a CPA and she helped me work through some QuickBooks stuff and all, all these things. I, a, another friend, she was a website developer and I would scrapple together some money and put it there, put it, you know, all of that. And so it was just drawing on relationships and experiences and really understanding also, okay, I know these people, I, know, I have this experience. What, what am I missing? And identifying those gaps so you fill them because as a business, as a solo uh, entrepreneur, a lot of times it's just you and you're doing it all and it's hard and, but you've got to have that framework and that structure and that at least knowledge uh, or recognition to know that, oh, I'm missing something and I need help. And then you can plan for it. Yeah, no, I love what you shared there and, and how like, you know, what, and I, what the message I got from you, what you shared is that. Here you are, you have an architect background, you, you know, you, you're, you know, you really, you know, you really are executing your creative side of what you do as an architect, but now coming into now doing this business with no business experience and, but how you were able to say that I don't have to be an expert or I don't have to have, you know, an, a, a crash course or an MBA in, in business. I can, you know, I can be, I can start where I'm at and then I can leverage the resources within my means and in this case, that you were able to, you know, do that. So exactly. Uh, and there's podcasts yeah. nowadays, right? I listen to a lot of uh, leadership and uh, business related podcasts every day. Uh, I listen to them usually before I go to work, and it helps me sort the things that are kicking around in my brain. I've also joined some groups. Again, dr- the help is there, and you'll you'll need it. Yeah, no doubt about it. I love what you just shared there. And again, that this is so this is so important when you are I because I do this for a living as a business acceleration strategist helping business owners scale businesses. Your de- what you demonstrated even even at that early stage is that I can work, you know, I had to work I had to be the cook, the bottle washer, the waitress. I had to do it all because that's what we have to do in the beginning. But as you get things going, I can leverage other resources. I can leverage other people that are good in those areas. Maybe I could do it, but I'm not as good. And now I can focus my time into the more strategic things or the things I'm really good at that that are going to help take the business to another level. So I'm working on my business, not in it. Spot on. And that was a struggle too. If I can elaborate a little bit more, may I? Please please do. Please do. So you're by yourself. All right. Maybe you've got a part-timer or something. And you're doing it all. You're you're the marketing, you're the bookkeeper, you're the salesperson, you're all of these things. And um, at one point, we were fortunate where we we were we are we have a um, about ten employees now. But after about four or five employees, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to shed this stuff. Like I can't manage everybody. I'm getting older, um, and so to make that leap from understanding, okay, my role isn't this, this, this is my role now is a CEO. I'm a leader. I got to come in every day, every day. And even if, you know, all hell's breaking loose at home or whatever, right? 
I got to come home. I got to put my smile on and say, how are you? How are you? How you doing? Cool. And lead. And it, it's hard. Listen, yeah. running businesses aren't easy. If you're up for a challenge, this is for you. It definitely I, is. <laughs> nothing wrong with being an employee. Do it. I was, you know, I encourage. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a choice, right? And, um, and for those of us that thrive on the challenges and the unknown every day, that's for you. And it's just a personality choice, right? Exactly. And what, you know, like you said, you know, you, you, you know, it's not an easy thing, but it's like when we embrace these challenges and, and obstacles as opportunities, not rather something happening to us, it, it, we can change our perspective, how we look at it. We can focus on what we can control when growing a business and letting oh, go. Yes. And I know it's easy to say and to do as another, but that requires that, that, that resilience and that grit and, you know, and I respect, you know, you know, a, you know, women that are able to do that. And then also, you know, they're also have to find that harmony with now, you know, maintaining a family, you know, as a mom and and so on. And as a wife, not, not, not an easy thing to do. <laughs> oh, balance the real four letter word, right? The work life yeah. balance. That's the real four letter word. And it's hard. And uh, again, I, uh, I think that my situation was a little different because my business started at home. My children saw me working. I would have my youngest one here, tushy on the desk, and I'm typing with my right hand. Uh, I would work a little bit here and there, or at least think, you know, during naps and things like that. And, uh, you know, I think it, it was good for them to see their mom do this. I have a wonderful husband who, who's been supportive throughout the years. And maybe didn't quite see the vision that I had, but understood his wife. And, um, you know, I did. I was trying to do it all. And that's a whole different topic. But oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, 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 again, I call it harmony because balance, it, it balance on a seesaw would require enormous amount of energy to maintain balance. It, it teeters, right? So we're... It, so it's not about perfection. It's always about progress and motion, that I'm moving it forward. I'm moving the ball forward because I'm a big sports fan. So I always use the, the moving the ball forward. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I tell my kids, though, look, if it's important, you say, Mom, it's important. I'll drop everything. But, you know, it's it, they know. They understand. Um, yeah. Well, what, what I what I love that another uh, if I if I take a life lesson of what I heard from what you shared. And I'm sure the audience picked up on this as well, Pamela, is that, you know, as a mom, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're being the example, like you're, you're showing that here, here's how I show up as a mom with my mom, with my mother duties, but here's how I'm also showing up as a business owner. And that is going to be, that's going to, by that example and your resourcefulness will, you know, impact your children. Sometimes it could go either way, but at least, but if it's in a good way, you're impacting them for something better to have a stronger work ethic and to take, be accountable and take ownership over their role and duties, whether if it's in their own business or even as an employee, depending upon what they decide to do. Right. And that's the part of, you know, we're starting to really talk about business, family, and then community, right? And no, I, I would be a fool. Uh, I would be a liar to my children if I said, oh, owning your business is the best thing ever. This is for everybody. And do it. They see the good, the bad, and the ugly. And yeah. they need to see it. And the decision is their own, just like everybody else. It's not for everybody. 
And, you know, and you're allowed, you have reason to change your mind and change your path. That's what life is about. Um, and so they've seen great stuff. Oh my gosh, during COVID, I had to send everybody home remote, you know, just for a yeah. couple of days, right? Wink, wink. Well, here we were. I had two, uh, some, uh, a child coming home from college who didn't want to come home from college. I had a, uh, I guess fifth grader and, uh, I had a senior in high school. They were miserable. So, they were awesome. I said, you're coming to work with me. <laughs> and my little nine-year-old was putting stamps on envelopes, you know, whatever couldn't be done remote. And for so seeing that experience to them, I, then they can make their own decisions. And, you know, as business owners, you've got to talk to people, to, to other business owners and and learn from them and make your own path. Yeah, that was so true. So true. So, yeah. So if you can, uh, I mean, there's so many, so many valuable lessons that you're sharing here and, and so on. What other things that you could share, like, you know, for, you know, with what you've done in the business right now that can, you know, really inspire people, you know, for, as they, they see that growing a business comes in phases. It's not like, Hey, you're going to start it in one year. It's all going to be up, you know, up and running and, you know, operating on its own. It, it, it took, it takes some time. And like, you've been in business now over 12 years, and so discuss a little bit more about that, that those phases, some other phases that you could share that you've done in uh, your business and, and then how that can maybe impact the listeners. Listener. Sure. And you're not going to believe this story. <laughs> but so here I am. I've got this business idea. I'm doing it part time or, you know, it's a side hustle a little bit while raising kids and doing some other work. And um, I'm slowly building it. I'm saving enough money. I'm reinvesting. I don't take a salary for years. I just keep putting it back in, putting it back in. And then um, around 2019, uh, one of my projects got got shown on NBC News 4 New York. And it it really elevated a lot of what we were doing. And I also got picked up by the CDC as a resource. Uh, I was named as a resource in providing physical activity. And then I was also doing a lot of conventions. I was doing a lot of local and then national conventions, just getting out there, talking to um, physical educators in particular about how movement is important. And so I did a lot of research uh, and that really elevated the direction of Fit and Fun to go in other areas, um, as well as really focus in on, on what we were looking to do. Um, and so I, I really flew under the radar for a long time. And that, I think, was a great experience mm. for me to do. I could make a mistake. Nobody would know if I fouled up a social media post, you know. It was just kind of flying. I did it slow and steady, slow and steady, continuing continuing uh, to build and fine tune and learn. I'm not a physical educator. I'm not even a yoga instructor, but I had to learn all these things as it pertained to my children and then also think about how my business would grow. Um, pivoting, I, I can't stand that word because I think it's overused, but as a business owner, you have to do that. You have to adjust and the yeah, I like the word adapt. I did because oh, adapt like means better. that I'm I can focus on what I can control. I got to let go of what I can't, but I'm going to adapt to what is versus what I think it should be moving forward. Yeah, I like that word a lot better. And yeah. there's different ways to adapt um, and grow, and that's yeah. how you you grow when you adapt. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I love what you shared there. I know we got about a minute to the net to the next break here. Anything that you'd like to sum up on some of the, again the phases and the skills that that you know that have brought you here today, moving forward in your business that you'd like to share or sum up here? Yeah, I think you know, like you said, drawing you know drawing on uh, uh, resources that you have that's friends or family. Uh, if you can pay for them, that's awesome too. Uh, understanding your vision, get you've got to get that vision down. And it, the vision doesn't stay static. Okay, I just wrote it on a piece of paper and this is what it is. That's not what the vision is. The vision has to adapt as well. That's okay. That's the the world that we live in. It's constantly evolving. And then, you know, getting some legal and, and financial things locked down, good good foundation to build and really expand and explore is, is, is what I would say in its most simplistic form. Wow, absolutely. Well, I know we got to go to break, everybody, but we come back. We got more to come back with Pamela here uh, with this, this topic, create a culture of daily movement in your community, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Here we are talking about, if you're just joining us here, create a culture from daily movement in your community. Today's show is being sponsored by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types and an opportunity to rekindle old relationships. It is a membership program, but offers a wide array of different services not available to the general public that can be benefit not only you personally in your business career, but also with your family. If you like more information, feel free to reach out to them at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. So getting back uh, here, now that we're talking here, uh, Pamela, you know, Fit and Fun Playscapes for the past 12 years is, you know, you've helped over a million people, if not more, across schools, parks, and community centers through your daily movement methodology and philosophy. 
Can you talk a little bit about like where things are today in your business and what are you working on? Of course, if there's anything, you know, confidential, please, you know, you don't have to share, but, uh, you know, anything that you feel that can be helpful for those, again, listening, you know, again, in their businesses, they can take some nuggets from that. Sure, sure. So, um, as I mentioned, uh, we we kind of started out on the playground and uh, we've moved into uh, indoor and portable products as well, primarily for schools, Chris, uh, to be honest. And what we do there, it's not just about recess or games. The schools are really having difficulty uh, academically, but also socially and physically uh, and social emotionally. There are a lot of anxiety and uh, a lot of uh, behaviors that are um, really just exacerbated because of the pandemic started a little bit, uh, not a little bit, it started significantly with the onset of online devices and phones and things like that. But the pandemic really just blew that out of the water. So there's a lot on the schools to deal with, a lot. So uh, the activities and the and the things that we create help provide the schools, provide fitness opportunities, but also sensory, social, and health and wellness opportunities. We do this as, with really cool graphics, uh, top-notch durable materials, and we work with uh, a lot of educators to make sure that they're appropriate for um, the school the school environment. We've taken that core concept and we've looked at, well, okay, schools is just, and children is just a, a, a small s- segment of our population, and what about everybody else? And then I had, uh, you know, as my personal and and business life continued to collide uh, with COVID. My my mom got really really sick, uh, not from COVID. It would it took her about a year to be diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, which um, so she found herself from you know she went from being very active with my children and nieces and nephews to being in a wheelchair, uh, dying a couple of times and coming back and but in a trach and so moving for her completely changed relatively overnight. And for people my age, where you have elderly parents, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're caught and everybody tells you about yeah. it until you experience and see it. You're like, oh my gosh. And I could see her not moving. I could see her putting on weight and kind of just not even trying to move. So uh, I started to talk to her and uh, my, my uncle, who's a, a retired executive about, well, what can we do for the senior community? What can we do for these adults? And how how do we help them in their way? And so for over a year, we've been working with various groups in our community, understanding that, their, like I said, their needs and their wants and how they, they interact with each other. And we've soft launched Fit and Fun Forever several months ago, earlier this year, actually, and we're still fine-tuning and working on a additional activities to get this group not just moving, but socializing and even touching upon um, their concerns about their mental acu- uh, acuity. They're very, two things old people, older people are concerned about. It's falling and getting dementia or Alzheimer's. I mean, deathly scared, rightfully so, because they know what that means, right? And so if we could create games that could 
not focus on those aspects. It's kind of like a sneak attack, right? We're going to focus on fun games, but like we do in schools, but the underlying uh, the underlying benefit is that they're socializing and they're using their brains and they're using their bodies in just a really fun way. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's where we're going. And then everybody in between. We just, uh, a few months ago, we did an installation at our local mall here. We, you know, the malls, and again, this is community, like how are we taking our company to reach out to the community? And they came to us and they said, hey, we have an opportunity for um, over the summer events. And I said, well, that's really interesting, but I know that mall because I go there, my kids go there. And, you know, did you ever think about doing something for people that have um, sensory challenges, sensory processing disorder? And we put together a large sensory pathway, uh, and that's stickers down and whole, you know, a side kind of part of the mall. And we, you know, we put them down. We've been watching it for several months. And the beauty about that is then it wasn't just the kids. It was families. It was the mall walkers, which is actually a thing. Instead of just walking and doing, you know, their laps around the mall, they would stop. They were doing uh, mindful movements. They were doing squats and lunges. But the the real interesting, cool thing that we didn't even plan for were the teens, because teenagers are so tricky to engage and they're very uncomfortable. Most of them are comfortable with their bodies. So we started to see TikToks where they're doing, it doesn't even matter what movement they're doing. That's not really the, 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 um, what's important. The important is that they're mo- they're moving. They're not, you know, glued to their screen. They're filming each other doing TikToks and silly stuff and really just being kids uh, and having fun with it. And so that was a really cool community-based activity that we, we saw and we were watching, you know, we're monitoring that. And that's creating a whole nother segment of ideas and, uh, and solutions to get really the whole com- community engaged uh, and, and just being socially, physically, mentally fit, fitter. Well, I, I love that. It's a word, fitter. <laughs> it's fitter. a Friday though, it's right? Still, even if it isn't a word, it, it, it still resonates. <laughs> so that's all that matters. And, <laughs> but no, I love how you kind of married the two, like, you know, you know, you're taking, you know, the products and services that you're providing, but you're creating an experience. You're creating an experience coupled with, you know, you know, what are things that are of interest and, and important to people in the community, especially these young, young people uh, there so that they can they can relate and understand. They feel connected. They're, you're building that rapport. And, th- and that's what creates that experience. And that's what I love when, when you shared that, because I think a lot of times now in this world we live in, you know, we have a lot of customer service, but it's all automated. It's, you know, and, and while that's good, because obviously that, you know, that helps us to be more efficient. Sometimes, but if we're not creating an experience with that, then that serve that that then that level of that can work against us. And I loved what you shared about what you did in the community because I think it's so important because communities talk to one another. Communities look at other communities on YouTube or other resources and see what they're doing. Oh wow, we should be doing that. And and schools do the same thing. So I I think it's just really great what you're doing there. Thank you. And you know, it was really important for me to uh, look, my business stemmed from a community event, right? It is very important. It's ingrained in our mission and values that we work with our community 
whether it's a, a dot org or you know both private and public to to help them out. Uh, we're in it together. I mean, again, I keep I don't want to keep going back to pandemic, but you really found out where you know you kind of figured out where you are by the people around you, and you're really helping each other um, to move forward and support each other. And that's really what business is about. I, I think if you come to business saying, yep, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make a lot of money, you're not really setting yourself up for success. But if you could come to your business and say, you know what, I have this idea. I think it could work this way. And there's a couple of other things. If it doesn't work, oops, sorry, that it doesn't come back. You know, if it doesn't work out, there's a couple of other things I could do and just kind of keep that library, that reservoir of ideas, and then you can make some money, uh, whatever, however that, you know, is just, is, you know, speaks to you. That's really, that's really good special stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm fortunate where I love what I, uh, I love what I do. I love how we're doing it and I'm able to control and really explore and have my team around me to, to push the limits. You know, we did a project over the summer as well. We were working with adults that were profoundly disabled um, and medically fragile. These are people that have spent almost all of their lives in chairs with nurses. And we worked on this. And instead of them going to the activity, we brought it to them. Talk about a humbling experience and to see you, your, your work in action and give joy to other people. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, no, so true. I love that, what you shared. And that's and community. That's yeah, it is that's community. how you get your community to move. That's yeah. everything. That means everybody. No, so true. You got it. You got to. And, and if you can just share the importance of consistency, because this is like, you know, this isn't one thing we do once in a while. I'm not saying you put on an event every week. No, but but it's the consistency of these things that you're doing that build this, build the community, build the, the community to to evolve around what you're doing, you know, and and in 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 your products and services are a byproduct of that value that you're providing. And if you could share a little bit from your perspective on on the on the value of consistency. Oh yeah. I mean, you have to be consistent about several things. Your bookkeeping, <laughs> your paper, <laughs> right? Your social media, uh, mm-hmm. your processes. Uh, and look, things aren't perfect here. Like everybody, it's so funny. I, I, I go to these other groups and yeah, you know, these are multi-billion dollar companies to small companies. It's really interesting. And and to see everybody has their own level of hot messes, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that there has to be, I mean, if you're just chasing sparkly things all the time, it, it, it won't get any traction. You have to think through the, um, the things that are the most important to you, the things that you think will propel your business the most and keep that train going, keep that consistent. And then when you feel good there, you have the opportunity to explore these other things. Going back to the ADD, I'm a checklist person and I keep my checklist still. I know I'm old school. Um, (laughs) Oh, that's fine. And I think that that's so common (laughs) Especially from you know being an architect, that you have to like project management too. You got to have you know those checklists are important. <laughs> and I'm getting older; I have to write stuff down, you know. Uh, and I could just take it anywhere with me, with you know power or Wi-Fi or not. And uh, so consistency is key. And that's um, you know, like I said, in those those different topics, messaging is 
is key. But you don't want to be so consistent where you're rigid and you can't yeah, move yeah. or adapt, right? You you need to figure that out. And you know what? Not everybody wants a big business. Maybe they just want, I call it a side hustle, right? That's fine. Uh, you just need, that's your own personal opinion. For me, I could see the greater vision and to, st- and, and that, so that was what spoke to me. That's what I wanted. Wow. That's fabulous. Well, I know we, we are nearing the end of, of our show and this has been such a great, a pleasure you being with us here. I would love to, you know, have you spend the re- you know next few minutes, if you could share with the audience a little bit about, you know, what are some best ways for people to get in contact with you? What are you up to? What are the next things they should be aware of? And anything else that you'd like to share or provide the listening audience? Sure, sure. Uh, we uh, are going to take a little, we, we use December as our strategic planning month. It's a little quieter. And so we're going to take some time, the whole team come and, and, and sit down and figure out what worked, what didn't work, what we want to go forward with. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue on some of these initiatives that I mentioned. I would love for your listeners to come and check us out. Uh, the website is uh, www.fitandfunplayscapes.com. It's all spelled out. You can type in Fit and Fun Playscapes as well. It'll come up. You can call us at 800-681-0684. Kira, Laura, or Mitzi would be happy to speak with you. Uh, and I would be happy to speak with your listeners. So we're a very accessible company. You can also chat with us or send us an email as well. Wow. Oh, that's on great. all social media platforms. Yes. So Instagram and Facebook and so on and L- LinkedIn. And okay, great. TikTok, we're-, we're there. Yep. Awesome. Well, we highly encourage everybody to uh, reach out to Pamela, reach out to her team, get to know Fit and Fun Playscape, especially if you are associated with schools in your communities alike. This is a great opportunity because it goes above and beyond just the product and service. It's just an experience that they're creating. Uh, In the next 15 seconds, Pamela, anything else, if any uh, final words you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, I think just, uh, yeah, I would. Um, I think if you have a great idea, map it out, draw on your friends and colleagues, and join those groups. My local chamber of commerce has been phenomenal uh, with different events that they provide and uh, opportunities to meet and just talk to other people. I don't want anybody to feel that as a solopreneur, that means you're doing it alone and you're in a vacuum. You can't. No, absolutely. You're doing yourself, honestly, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. uh, You've got to reach out. We want to thank you personally for taking time to be with us here today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been really great to speak with you. Thank you. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. We are committed each and every week for bringing in subject matter experts and guests like Pamela in to share their words of wisdom and insights to take your business and your personal success to the next level. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday, 3 p.m. East Coast time. Take care. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.